Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends. It is Monday, November 27th, 2023. This is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I'm your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mutt, and it is Cyber Monday. Cyber, in this case, those spelled C-Y-B-E-R. So be careful if you're out there shopping. Uh, we're going to talk a couple uh, early uh, holiday shopping scams that have come out in the news, uh, along with some other news bits and tidbits here. Did cybercrime end over the weekend? Sadly, again, I can say it did not. So here we are with, with more news items for you today. I want to apologize if you're looking for a Friday op-ed. I did not do one. Um, a lot of things transpired, didn't have a chance to get it out. So chances are you probably didn't miss much. Um, but here we are back to today on Monday and let's get right into it. So this is from malwarebytes.com. Um, $19 Stanley Cup deal is a Black Friday scam. So Stanley Cup, I didn't know they had a name, but this is, I guess, is a, a double insulated travel cup that you can drink a whole bunch of stuff out of. Apparently very popular. Uh, scammers never miss an opportunity to make a quick buck and love to piggyback on the latest trends. So what better way to kick off the scamming season than by offering Black Friday sales on one of the most popular products around, a Stanley Cup. Uh, Malwarebytes found an ad on Facebook offering a Stanley quencher for the low price of $19. Normally, these go for $45 on Amazon. They're very popular since they reportedly keep drinks cold for 11 hours and hot for seven hours. Uh, even if your car burns out, I'm not sure what that means, but okay. Click on, clicking the advertisement takes you to a shady at best website that you can take a pic of Stanley Cups. Um, and then they show kind of what that looks like. Both the site and the payment process are registered in Hong Kong and will happily pocket your money without doing anything in return. So this is a good point to make that as you are going today on Cyber Monday, making all of your online purchases, be very careful and leery of what you are clicking on with something that looks like a deal. Sometimes if it's too good to be true, generally it is. So a couple ways to avoid bad ads. Um, you probably have this. So this is from the article. How do you avoid bad ads? You probably have the URL you need. If some, sometimes easier to search a brand name than to put in the full URL. But if you go directly there, you won't get caught by any bad ads lurking in your search results. So what they're saying there basically is make sure you go to the right URL um, and be careful of mistypes and stuff like that. Be careful what you're searching for. Report bad ads. Um, and remember, if it's too good to be true, it probably isn't true. So keep that in mind as you are shopping today. And along those lines, from this is from infosecuritymagazine.com phil muncaster is reporting the headline black friday phishing emails soar 237 percent security researchers have warned of triple digit increase in the volume of phishing emails designed to trick shoppers ahead of black friday um which started obviously a couple days ago for the past few years the amazon inspired event has signaled the unofficial start of the busy um, shopping season running through the end of December. However, it only represents a major opportunity, also represents a major opportunity for scammers to trick users into handing over logins and personal financial information or clicking on malicious links and attachments. Between November 1st and November 14th of this year, security vendor Egress detected a 237% increase in phishing emails relating directly to Black Friday and Cyber Monday, 
versus the same period or versus the period from September 1st to October 31st. So again, this just goes to show you're probably getting tons and tons and tons and tons. I know I am of emails from people you've purchased stuff from in the past, trying to get you to go to their Black Friday deals. Uh, one of the things I'm doing is taking this opportunity to unsubscribe to as most of them as I can, but they always seem to come back. But again, be careful what you're looking for because bad guys are out there looking to get your information. We'll probably repeat this theme over the course of the next month. Darkreading.com, Nate Nelson reporting. Researchers undermine Windows Hello on Lenovo, Dell, and Surface Pro PCs. Subheadline is biometric security on PCs isn't quite as bulletproof as you might think, as the line between sensors and host computers can be tampered with. So we've often heard that the way to get rid of passwords is to go to biometric logins and things like that. Someday that may be the case, but researchers have figured out a way to compromise three of the most common fingerprint readers used by today's PCs. With support from Microsoft, this is not that they've been compromised, that they could be compromised. Analysts from Blackwing Intelligence attempted to subvert the biometric security offered by three sample laptops, a Dell Inspirian 15, a Lenovo ThinkPad T14, and the Microsoft Surface Pro 8X. In the course of the study, they discovered ways to exploit each of the three band, brands of print sensors used by those devices for Microsoft's sign-in service Windows, called Windows Hello. Each such exploit required that a user already have a fingerprint authentication enabled and that the attacker had physical access to the device. So obviously it's going to be harder for bad guys to do, but it just goes to show this is not going to be a perfect solution. As we come up with perfect solutions, I'm using quotes, there will be ways around all of them. So just again, be careful uh, when you got like when I talk to people, well, I have a Mac, I'm safe. No, you're not. You're just, you are just not as targeted as those who use Windows machines. So the point here being just be aware that as of security procedures and have proper security mechanisms in place for all of your information because ultimately they could be compromised. But honestly, in this case, for, for these sensors, if the bad guy has to have access to the physical computer, you've got bigger problems probably than whether or not he can use the sensor on your computer to get to your stuff. But anyway, just be aware of it. Um, this one, I saw a lot of this particular article in a lot of different sites. So I figured I probably should hit it first, but with the shopping thing, that seemed to be more important. But this is from SC Media or scmagazinerather.com, Simon Hender E reporting, a novel Mariah-based DDoS botnet exploits zero days to infect routers and security cameras. So we all have cameras, we all have routers probably. So threat actors are exploiting previously unknown bugs in certain routers and network video recording devices to build a Mariah-based DDoS botnet dubbed InfectSlurs. The newly discovered zero-day remote code execution vulnerabilities can be exploited if the device, device manufacturer's default admin credentials have not been changed, a security measure most users often fail to take. In the post this week, researchers from Akamai's security intelligence response team said they also discovered the botnet through their global honeypots last month and identified it was targeting network video recording devices from a specific manufacturer. Now, I don't not say who that specific manufacturer is, um, but chances are. Um, some of you listening may have some of those particular cameras. So the point here being, as you buy these Internet of Things devices and, and other things, like routers and stuff, make sure you change the default username and password. If it's admin, admin, that's probably not what you want. You want to make sure you change that to your, your own username and a lengthy 20 character password. If you can use a use a password manager, but just be aware of this. Um, chances are for these zero days, 
Um, I don't see a CVE listed here, so it probably hasn't even been announced yet. So that this particular CVE uh, is still going on. So it's still being leveraged. So you want to be careful of that um, and look for, make sure you're doing regular updates on your routers and your security cameras. From Bleeping Computer, Sergey Glatton reporting, cyber attack on IT provider CTS impacts dozens of UK law firms. I found this interesting because I get a lot of um, stuff from lawyers that I know basically means their email has been compromised. So figured I'd focus on this one. A cyber attack on CTS, a leading managed service provider for law firms and other organizations in the UK legal sector, is behind a major outage impacting numerous law firms and home buyers in the country since Wednesday. Uh, quote, we are experiencing a service outage that has impacted a portion of the services we deliver to some of our clients. The outage was caused by a cyber incident. Okay, this is probably ransomware, uh, as we will likely find as the week goes on. But I make this point just if you are a law firm or know someone who is who who has a law firm, just know they are being highly targeted by bad guys because they recognize that law firms have limited cyber protections in place for whatever reasons. Um, we can make our own estimations of why that is, but it's certainly a problem. I get five or six different emails a day from compromised law firm email accounts that I end up having to call them and say, hey, just not for nothing, your accounts are compromised. Sometimes I realize it first, but law firms are a highly targeted and sought after target simply because of the information that they possess. A lot of PII, a lot of legal stuff, a lot of financial information. So again, be be aware of that. Um, this is happening mostly in the UK, but it's coming for the US and other countries as well. So just be aware of it. General Electric investigates claims of cyber attack and data theft. This is from Bleeping Computer. Also, Lawrence Abrams is reporting. General Electric is investigating claims that a cyber threat actor breached the company's development environment in a cyber attack and leaked alleged allegedly stolen data. Earlier this month, a threat actor named Intel Broker attempted to sell access to GE's development and software pipelines for $500 on a hacking form. He's probably underselling that. But after not selling said access, the threat actor posted again that they are now selling both the network access and the alleged stolen data. Quote, I previously listed the access to General Electric's. However, no serious buyers have actually responded to me or followed up. I'm now selling the entire thing here separately, including access, SSH, SVN, etc. that that actor posted on Hacking Forum. Now, ideally, if General Electric, being such a large company, I'm one of the top five contractors in the country, hopefully they have a cybersecurity team that would go buy this stuff so I can see what it is. Why they haven't, I don't know, but that would be a good, that would be a good, um, operational security type of thing to go. And if you know this is happening, go buy it so you can figure out what it is. Um, be interesting to see if we ever see a postmortem of how this guy got in, uh, if it's actually true, but I guess we'll wait and see. Uh, also, Bleeping Computer, Bill, Bill told us, Atomic Stealer Malware Strikes Mac OS via Fake Browser Update. So the clear fake fake browser update campaign has expanded to Mac OS, targeting Apple computers with the Atomic Stealer Malware. Uh, the clear fake campaign started in July and it targeted Windows users with fake Chrome update prompts that appear on breach sites via JavaScript, JavaScript injections. Uh, now that's been expanded to Mac OS. So I've actually posted this to some friends on Facebook that if you're using Mac OS and you're surfing, obviously now for Black Friday, for Cyber Monday, you're doing your shopping and you suddenly get a pop-up that says you need to update your um, browser, be careful before you click it. Take a, take a look and see if you mistyped a website, you're on a, a website you're not supposed to be on. And so it's, it's, it's um, kicking out this particular fake update forcing you to try to do the update and then it downloads the malware onto your machine. 
Um, it says the ClearFake campaign now targeting Mac is a reminder for Apple users to strengthen their security. Be careful with downloads, especially prompts to update your browser when visiting websites. Even after several months following discovery and reports on Atomic, the payload is undetected by roughly 50% of AV engines on VirusTotal. So you may have antivirus, it may not catch it. So just be aware, um, especially if it's hitting Safari, if you're using Safari and you're getting a software update, you want to probably get rid of, uh, you want to... Um, close Safari, reopen it under a single window and go to the um, update window in the um, file tab at the top. It's under window probably and and check and make sure that there is a legitimate update. Don't rely on a pop-up to tell you that there is an update. Uh, and that is actually it. That is the last article I had for today. Um, so getting you out here a little earlier than usual. As always, I appreciate those who take the time to download and listen to this podcast. If you have thoughts, comments, suggestions on things you'd like to hear, things you'd like me to do better, um, let me know. Darren at thecyberguy.com. Also hit me up on LinkedIn if you're so inclined. Feel free to share the link to the podcast so more folks can hear it because the more folks that hear it and can let me know what what would be better to improve the podcast. It only will get better from here going forward. Thanks again for listening. Have a great Cyber Monday. Have a safe Cyber Monday. We will talk again tomorrow. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by Cyber Guy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Derek Mott. Thanks for listening.